Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Real Play Podcast. And with us today is Matt. Hello. I'm a little sick, so pardon me. I think he sounds good. We also have Nate. Yo. And Tyler. I'm sick. No, no, no. I'm skipping you. Tyler. I'm a little sick, so pardon me. That's a different kind of sick. What about you, Otto? Hi. I am also very sick. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us on this episode of Mr. Sky 2 Adventure. <laughs> oh, how is everybody other than being sick? One of you is sick, but nobody will really know because all of you acted sick. In different ways, though. <laughs> I'm ill. I'm just sick in the head. Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Doing well. Excited to play. Well... Considering one of you is excited to play, who's going to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventure? I have a, a four-sided die. Nate, you're a one. Otto, you're a two. Matt, you're a three. Tyler, you're a four. Who's going to tell us what happened? It's definitely going to be Otto. <laughs> you are 100% right. Oh That's a two. It's an auto. Mm. Take me to Vegas, baby. <laughs> Last episode, Elias and Atreus had a good little sparring match. Uh, Atreus was bested by the great dra- dra- dragon, dragon force. Dragon, dragon force. New farce. theme song. That's my um, theme dragon song. Force. <laughs> they went to get a little drink at Timber's Tavern, and the various uh, cannons or sounds of a celebration went off, indicating that we are down to. Two hours left until the festival begins, right? Two hours or three? Uh, you were up to three. Three. Three hours away from the festival beginning. Uh, we got some drinks, had some laughs, and got a new map that showed Ontriel had a system of tunnels running underneath all of the continents. And we were chatting about what this meant, and I believe that's where we left off. And if I remember correctly, uh, Timber had brought you over to his little uh, special section, yes. like the leather-bound seats, the stone We're in VIP area. seating. Yeah, VIP seating yeah. with a little fireplace. Mm-hmm. Very important pigeons. I believe each of us received a thousand gold as well. From where? I'm so sorry, I forgot yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So right. canonically. <laughs> I also where? forgot who, about who us leveling that? up. Who, who we leveled up twice. <laughs> who leveled you up? Where did the gold come from? Publisher's clearinghouse, of course. My friend, you don't know her. She goes to a different school. This tiny little gnome was walking by the door with an envelope. I also imagined a gnome. I also imagined a gnome. I opened up the in-game chat and typed checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Edward McGnome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But yeah, here here you all are. Um, you were all chit-chatting, and um, almost an hour ago, the uh, three fireworks signaling there's three hours left went off as you were all uh, bantering. I think you were all gazing upon this map. Yeah. Elias was probably like a bit befuddled by everything, so he might consider dipping out to go see his, his family at some point. Is he like hanging by the door right now? No, he's or just kind he's... of, he's just like, he's just right there next to you, kind of looking at the map and saying, okay. I probably should go see my family. Where, whereabouts are they located? They're just right around the corner, actually, uh, down the street here in, Greens- in Greenspire, so. Oh, well, don't let us stop you. I think family's really important. Yes, we don't have to solve all the world's problems right now. We do have a celebration to attend, and family is important. And to be fair, this is blowing my mind, uh... There's like an emperor hoarding artifacts of some kind under the earth that has uh, tunnels. Yeah, this is a lot. So I'm just going to take a brisk. Uh, hi, guys. I'm just going to take a brisk jog. Okay. I, I really need to. This is a lot. And um, I just got to figure out how I got to deal with this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll see you later. Bye. 
As you are looking at everybody, as you are slowly walking backwards toward the towards the door, and you turn around and you begin to try to run out, uh, go ahead and make a deck save for me. That's only a ten for me. That's ugh. yeah, a ten. Um, as you are, as you turn your body around, your head is still looking towards everyone else, and then your head begins to look forward as to where you begin to walk briskly, and you walk into uh, how tall are you? <laughs> That's a good question. I think I am 5'10". Yeah, you were 5'10". You walk into the abdomen of this monstrous Goliath. He kind of sticks it. Oh. Hello. Is this bull run? Well, hello there. I was expecting Timber. Is he in there? Uh, uh, I think he's back at the counter helping some people. Oh, you, yes. Everybody else is in the back. He's at the door. Uh, oh. uh, uh, Elias yeah, at the door. The rest of you guys are in the back. Oh, um, oh uh, well, yes. Uh, Timber is. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, yes. Timber is around. Uh, he just uh, is serving some customers in in the back. Uh, and uh, you must be the man who's. Uh, I've heard so much about you've polished all the uh, the stone everywhere. Yes, that's what I do. That's incredible. You've done a great work. Um, Thank you. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go see my brother Farron now. Uh, might have worked with him on some wood at some point with uh, the archway or the bathhouse. Uh, I'm Dragon Force. Uh. Yes, Elias. It's good to meet you. Thank you. Your brother. You can call um, me Dra- Dragon Force out like in the in the public. It's just kind of a kinda, thing I'm going. He looks around. There's no one here. He pats yeah, you I, on your head. I guess that's true. All right, man. Go see your brother. And yeah, okay, he kind of pushes you aside. Timber. Are there any extra pallets for the bonfire? You're the last stop. Ah! Have you guys just run in and grab them? They're in the back. No problem. And with this, Elias, as you are making your way over to your brother's place, um, the rest of you that are sitting in that little area see off onto the far right-hand side where there is a pile of various kegs, barrels and whatnot. There's a stack of pallets in the back. You see these three little uh, halfling goblin kind of mixture characters come in and just like pick them up, raise them up over their hand, and they just seem to like pull them out of this whole entire facility without touching a thing. Like they're doing a little dance, looking at each other's actions, and then they bring them outside. Um, From your viewpoint, you can't see them, but Elias says, you're walking back here. You see this massive stack of pallets that's like on this big long cloth that uh, seems to be strapped over Bullrun's uh, shoulder. And once they bring him outside, they he kind of takes the whole stack in two hands and just puts him up. Thank you, Timber. Yeah, no problem. I'll see you in a little bit. And he begins to drag this to the very center of Greenspire. Dear all the gods, he that is man eight is plus feet tall. Wait, taller than that. Ah. <laughs> uh, Wow. I bet he if dragons exist, he'd, he could punch one and just be fine. Incredible. <laughs> he looks at you and winks. Oh my god, he can read minds. <laughs> Shit, was I talking out loud again? Oh, god. <laughs> Darn it. He just walks off. <laughs> and as you begin to walk off, as you were trying to find that common archway, two more fireworks just go off. And you hear, once again in the loud echo, two more hours until the celebration. Elias, you know exactly where your brother lives. You know where his workshop is. It is two floors down. What's on your mind as you were making your way down to go see him? 
Uh, I think Elias feels kind of guilty because while it, his intentions for setting off were very, you know, selfless uh, in the sense of wanting to protect his brother, as I will reveal shortly uh, with exposition in the roleplay, <laughs> uh, you know, he basically like did uh, to accomplish this goal of like kind of protecting his family and then thus the town as well kind of became that sort of mission. Uh, he kind of lost focus of everything else, including actually just being there for his family. So actually he does feel kind of, there's a bit of trepidation and I feel a bit of um, almost a hesitancy, which is why I haven't, I didn't immediately go to see my family when I first, you know, arrived in Greenspire. It's about a 10 minute walk. Uh, as you are walking through um, these beautiful, amazing arched hallways, a couple stairwells down, it is a beautiful sight. Everything here has completely changed. The hallways have gotten bigger. Uh, the stonework has just gotten more polished. Everything, there are even a few more intricate wooden rails here and there that you kind of do recognize some of the work from. There's also some beautiful intricate uh, iron holsters that have been screwed into the wall holding up the wooden rails as you make your way down. And uh, you know the double doors that lead to your uh, brother's workshop. They are shut, but you do hear some common noises inside. Hammering. Mm -hmm. As it goes. Yeah. Um, and my, uh, I think my family would have probably lived, like, moved into this same space. Like, they probably live in the workshop, like, above it or something like that. After, like, my mom died in the mountains a long time ago. So, uh -huh. um, yeah. This is, um, and he'll probably drop the pretense at this point a little bit. And just be like, all right, uh, this is, this is, uh, home, I guess. Okay. You can do this, buddy. And I walk in. No knocking, just walking in. Open the double doors. Just... Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> As you walk in, uh, you see in front of you this massive workshop. Uh, this whole entire room is 50 feet wide. Uh, looks even bigger than it used to. Uh, added door onto the left. Another massive room arched way to in front of you. And then another smaller, looks like it's a, a shelf unit uh, with various uh, pieces and whatnot. Like small projects and uh, just in front to the right of you, you see uh, hunched over working on something, just kind of hammering away. Uh, you, you see you see the jean shorts, <laughs> you, you see the, the shoes, you see the backside of your brother just kind of hunched are over. invented in this, uh, in this world? I had no hell idea. Hell yeah, they are. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> if Aaron always loves his shorts, so. <laughs> Listen, this is Pat's world. There's going to be shorts. Nickelback oh blasting in the background. Yeah, this is that's where I really left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's just hammering away. Does not even realize that you would uh, entered. So I'll kind of quietly close the door behind me, and then um, I guess I'll kind of reassume kind of my, my character for a second, in a way, and just say, uh, <clears throat> "Well, uh, certainly seems like you've uh, been ah. doing well for yourself." What are you doing, uh, Elias? You, you <laughs> came and, home. Yeah, Hi. I, uh, oh. <laughs> take off my half helm, like the kind of Dragon Thor esque half helm, uh, for like the first time uh, in a while. And uh, you will see, kind of see a bad, like, tan line from the, <laughs> the helm a little bit. How long's it been? It's been about, like, a little longer than Linden. Because I left, like, right. I knew Triss, like, I was. I left around the time Triss had her accident. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see him kind of, like, take his forearms and just kind of like push against the project he's working on and you hear some metal clinking 
Oh, it's good to see you. It's it's been oh nearly what four, maybe five years. Hi. And yeah, he I... turns around and you see like these uh metal kind of constructs wrapped around his arms and on his left hand, which he still had some movement in a couple fingers, various artificer-like tools that he can pull back and utilize, and then his other one that ended up unfortunately having to be amputated. Um, various tools and whatnot that he can swap in and out. And around his whole belt, the front side, there's just like clips on the left side of like hammers and pokes and uh, it's pretty much anything he needs to get back to doing what he was doing. Oh, it's so good to see you. How are you? Ah, oh, looking better. Looking better now, as always. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know when you're yeah. when you're outside a, a lot, it's um, you know, it's you, you tan. Uh, wish there's some sort of way I could prevent that somehow, but uh, you know, it's gotta gotta keep the helm on for the uh, you know. I'm not sure how much. Actually, I'm not sure how much like Farid would have known like i probably kind of left as dragon force a little bit but you know i'm definitely like a bigger and like stronger than when i left for sure and i've probably assumed mm -hmm. i've probably added a bit more like the helm is probably new and things like that so but yeah uh i'm just um you would know him to never really look at anything other than you as who you are yeah but yeah man i'm i'm it's good to see you i've just um uh, you remember that, uh, uh, I, mean, I called you about the, um... Yeah, um, Tris, Tris, wasn't it? And, yeah, and it was just nuts. We were, like, some, my friends, uh, and I had been traveling, and we got sucked up into this weird, like, this, like, wagon thing, you know, uh, that was just, like, this extra-dimensional space that my friend Toby told me, uh, that, that word, and, like, it, yeah, there was, like, this weird carnival like carnival slash uh more of like a dance hall inside and it was it was nuts and we ended up having to fight this this gnome uh construct thing eventually uh because it was this place was like basically keeping everyone there and she was there so she, she had been trapped there for a while just playing music so that's we after we defeated the thing i brought her brought her back here I, you know i called you and yeah he, uh, here i am that's amazing did, did you bring any of it back I did uh, um, save like this little piece of like wood from it. Um, it's it was pretty much ruined by the point. I mean, I, I've learned to punch. I've learned to punch pretty hard. <laughs> I bet you have. Oh, that's uh, wow. Look at you. You got bigger. It's been wow. <laughs> Here I am, just uh, trying to get back to my regular ways after. Uh, well, I mean, these the, are in, these are incredible. Incidents. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm, you know, I know it takes you a lot longer to make things, uh, but oh, I'm glad no. to see <laughs> not not anymore. <laughs> this is oh good. Oh, I've I've gotten I've got equipped. <laughs> I can do things at double the speed now. Well, I don't have to. I don't actually have to use my hands. I have everything right here I need. Well, are, you, is, are you making furniture again and exporting it? Because that's I'm kind making, of what. Well, no, I'm making anything anybody needs here. Oh, okay, good. Um, I don't want those. No. Well, I mean, no, I'm not. If they came no, I'm back, not gonna, I'd be... Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, I don't get involved uh, in that. I, I stay here. This is my home. I um, If somebody needs projects and if they have something, I request they get the materials and they bring them and they get them from their own sourced areas. Patty knows uh, what to accept and what not to accept. So we're good. good. We're good. And I, man, it's and, really uh, good to see you. Wow. Yeah, dad's <laughs> still uh, doing nothing. Oh, up there. Well, and like our dad is like, um, you know, he kind of really like lost 
he just kind of lost it after mom had her accident in the mountains and disappeared. And so he's just kind of, you know, drink it, drinks and sits in a chair, just stares at like a fire. At least the last time I was here, that's what happened. And oh. uh, I don't know if things have changed, but that's that's kind of the last image I have of him. So well, the, the, the last image I have of him was also sitting there in the chair, staring at the fire. Oh, is he? Uh, it, is he gone? Is he? It's a he passed? About, about a year and a half ago. I I wasn't sure how to get in contact with you. So no, no, it's uh, I I, yeah. I could have. I, I didn't know how to reach out, but I I think he's for the better. I think he's with her now. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, he, uh, he died a long time ago, I think, or at least most of them. So, uh, <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, you know, this is kind of my new it's, uh, brand and persona, so. What's wrong with your voice? Yeah, how do you like it? Well, I, I kind of projects confidence, and that's kind of why I've, uh, adopted as kind of this, uh, secret <laughs> identity for, uh, when I fight the, uh, dangers of Greenspire and things like that. Yeah, but there's, there's nothing to fight here. It's it's okay. It's okay. You can do. You, yeah, but no, I mean, like, no, no. You can you can bring yourself back down. It it'll be fine. I, I left his I, room. I left uh, his room the same way it was. You can, if there's anything that you want in there, just to remember him. Bobby, no, you I, can, don't, I, I don't. I don't want anything in there. You sure? Yeah. I, I'm sorry to break it to you like this, but no, it, it's uh, it's fine. Um, he he just he he starts lunging towards you to try to give you a big hug. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll, I'll hug him as well. You know, just kind of the sort of sort of like kind of not looking, kind of looking off to the side a little bit, and, like, as he comes forward, just kind of grabs his shoulder and, like, kind of brings him in. Yep, there are a couple metal apparatuses sticking into you, your front and your back. I hug Toby all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry to... He releases the hug, and I'm so sorry to tell you like that. I Tonight's supposed to be a night of celebration, you know? Um, what is it, about, like, nine, ten hours till uh, the celebration? <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, wow, you've been... Farron, it's it's happening in like two hours at this point. You yeah, yeah, you've been wow. in here just hammering away. I've been in here all morning, apparently <laughs> all day and almost all night. Oh, have you eaten yet? Um, no. Yeah, come, we should I'll bring to, you back to t- uh, Timbers. Yeah, I'll get you something there. Um, yeah, but yeah, g- g- give me give me a couple minutes. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll be right back. And he he starts pulling off his apron that has all of his various attachments on it, and in doing so, he also pulls off the attachment on his left arm, where it looks like he's only got uh, two fingers left, a thumb. Well, not two fingers, a thumb and his middle finger. Seems like everything else is in. Uh, it's not working. And then, as he begins to make his way into the other room, he just kind of like puts his right arm down on some apparatus, turns, twists, and lifts it up, and I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. And he just kind of goes and freshens up. But with that, we're going to head back to the other party. What are you guys doing here? As Bull Run had just asked Timber uh, about some pallets and walked away. And that is the tale of how we bested an entire mansion full of zombies, uh, discovered a very suspicious log, and befriended an entire home full of shape-shifting organisms. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the log... <laughs> the log. <laughs> oh, I want to meet this log. I want to smack it. <laughs> I'm still convinced that it was part of the larger mystery, but we haven't figured out how. And you, lass, you, you weren't part of this, were you? No. No, I just got here, really. Do you guys often fight living wood? Wasn't something I came across too much back at home. Well, the log didn't actually 
attack us. It was far too cunning for that. Of course, of course. Although we did fight a uh, tree once at Balin's. Yeah, I've, you told me that. That's why I was wondering. It seems like a pattern. Oh, I missed that. Oh, you, yeah, that was uh, Balin and Tina and uh, I think even uh, Nayla was there at the time. She was another friend. It's kind of like uh, Tina's half-sister kind of thing. Oh, interesting. She was also a tiefling. Was she? Yeah, kind of adopted sister of Tina. Oh, I see. I was curious about that when you first said that. (laughs) Can I ask? You you all know I'm not really from around here. Um, What is this celebration tonight? I... I'm just, I, in training, they described it as a night of, like, debauchery and something to be scared of almost because of how much crime happens, because of how much activity there is, but no one ever really explained what it was. It all has to do with where I come from. Up here in Greenspire, it's the, hmm, how do I put it? Uh, he looks over at Lyndon. Your mother tells the story much better in her, like, 15 words that... Before everybody shuts up and the party starts. Um, the event happened, loss of life, and we celebrate the life that came after. Interesting. Yes, um, I would give you my uh, impersonation of my mother, but I feel it would be in poor taste um, this soon after uh, returning. And being not in her good graces, but she does eloquently state that uh, the event is both a, a time was a time of sadness in that many lost their lives when there was the explosion that created the prime focus, and yet, once it was created, the climate changed, and the lands became more fertile, and that's why we have the plenty that we do now. There was... Hmm. 1,500 years ago at this this very day. Hell, Greenspire wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. True, this wouldn't be a mountain. No, this is the one place that everything shot up from. One solid mass of land. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but I call it my home. And you should too. Well, I, I have my home. I don't think anything could replace that for me. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your home, boss? Well, we don't really do a celebration there. It's every year on this evening, all of the hunters gather and we all go on a large hunt to sacrifice to Saluna who we believe caused the plentiful and the bountiful forest that we live in currently 1500 years ago. So, it's the same thing. never really heard anything, I suppose. It's just, it's the same but different. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you guys do a hunt from what I've seen, but... No, no, no. There is a massive bonfire at uh, the peak of the celebration. I suppose that's similar. Sacrificing of... The sacrificing of the pallets! <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's just leftover wood. It's right. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, yeah. Well, that's kind of what we do. We hunt until the sun is about to rise and sacrifice what we can spare, and it ensures plenty of rain and good harvest for the rest of the year. When, um, when Atreus is talking about this, uh, where does your mind go? I think she gets kind of sad. Because I think in her mind this would have been her first year she would have been able to participate. And she's kind of lost that opportunity. And I think there was a little bit of hope when she asked, like, do you guys do a hunt? Because maybe that could have 
made her feel a little bit more at home, but just very out of her element, you know? In a sense, you could say you went dragon hunting today. <laughs> I suppose. I don't really think the animals tend to win, though. Yeah, what about you, lad? He's looking over at you, Resden. What did you usually do for your uh, celebrations? I'm um, about like seven drinks in at this point. A little bit kind of... <laughs> Squinty-eyed, and (laughs) I grew up in a caravan down in uh, Terran, so we just traveled from town to town, sometimes camped out in the middle of the desert, so each year was a little different depending on where we were, but uh, most of the time it was just a lot of dancing and partying, but almost weekly we did that kind of thing with the caravan anyway, because we worked hard and partied hard, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't such a big deal down there for our little band of miscreants, but we had, uh, you know, each our own reasons and goals for uh, celebrating such a historic thing. And for me, it was more about learning, you know, I really have a thing for investigating and and learning about the dwarves who supposedly, by all accounts, went extinct because of this. And I hope, beyond hope, that one day, you know, maybe there's a civilization of dwarves somewhere hidden that I could find. It's kind of always been my childhood dream. I'd love to see a dwarf. All right, considering you were so drunk, go ahead and give uh, an insight <laughs> as uh, as Timber is looking at you pretty intense while you were talking about this, especially when you mentioned the dwarves. Uh, that's just an eight. A little tipsy, you're staring at him um, as you start talking about the dwarves. You do see his pupils kind of dilate a little bit, kind of like he did earlier on in the day. Uh, when he was trying to listen in to uh, the conversation between Lyndon and uh, Sayar. Uh, but then they rapidly go back to normal. And, uh, you don't say. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Did we all notice that or just rest? Uh, it, was, it, it was pretty much just rest. Tim- Timber tends to uh, stare right at you when he is talking to you. To give you his full attention. Well, I can assure you that there's plenty of civilizations there that haven't really interacted with the larger society. Oh, there's it's no not doubt about the that. strangest thing. I've heard stories from all over from people that came across this place and came up and s- what's going on up here? They look around. It's like, welcome. Let me show you around. And have you seen anyone that looked like me before? Well, a tiefling. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Now, for your, uh, for the, the skin tone, the solid black, the flat black with the speckles, I can't say I have seen, That uh, doesn't surprise me too much. The most common is usually, uh, burgundy, maybe a pink, a gray one, some time ago, but... Huh? Yeah, we well, say, oh, you, gray, you, you say you saw a gray one? Yeah, a gray one. Is he kind of uh, dapper looking and smug? No, he said he was just uh, trying to escape from uh, Belthoria for a, a time. He said he was working the docks down there, or up there, or, yeah, over there. <laughs> hmm. How long ago? Maybe, oof, two, three years ago? He said he just had to get away. Came here. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I'm sure you it's... see a lot of people. Yes. I tend to bring a lot of people into my place of business. I seem to have this way... Of bringing people in. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. And at this time, Elias and uh, Farron uh, make their way back in. Uh, there are a few people out front sitting on the uh, on the stoops where you guys had earlier eaten breakfast. There is 
like a half human-ish something else man attending the bar up there. And uh, you guys just make way without him even questioning you into the back. Elias says his helm uh, back on at this point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and he's just kind of quietly talking to, to Farron and then they'll kind of make their way over. Is this your family? Uh, Hi. Uh, yes, this is my uh, my brother Farron. Um, I, uh, this my, yeah, my brother, Baron. This is the the woodmaker. Yeah, yep. yeah, he makes the furniture um, maker. Yep, he uh, he raise, he raises up his left hand and uh, waves at you, and uh, you can see a, uh, a a tiny little bit of a uh, artificer like construct around it. Um, just kind of lately moving his hands. Is one of these attachments Hi. an um, ads? A what? What? An ads? Are you, I don't know what you're getting. An at. ancient carpentry tool. An ads? No. <laughs> It's just a weird word. Continue. <laughs> no, it's just a hand. He's wearing shorts, man. What do you expect? <laughs> Everybody, every carpenter needs an ads. <laughs> no, he just walks in. Hi, everybody. Um, my name's Farron. Um, I'm Elias's brother. Uh, <laughs> um, he told me a little bit about you guys. Oh, really? J- just a little bit. <laughs> Good things, I hope. Well, for the most part. <laughs> he just kind of looks at you and laughs. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Hi, Timber. Uh, got an extra space over here for me? Of course I do, Farron. <laughs> Come and sit down with us. Let's have some fun. Oh, we kind of always do. Don't stop today. <laughs> he grabs another uh, another stein and fills it up with uh, the tap he has right behind you guys. And yep. The one last firework goes off. This time there is no voice that comes along with it. But from uh, the doorway once you came, you can tell that things began to slowly dim out there. The reflection off of the stonework where you guys are, you can tell that everything has just dimmed and pretty much quieted from outside. Well, look, it's the last ever. Um, grab any drinks that you like. Um, as you know, you have to take a place to find peace. You can do it here with your friends. You can find a place for yourself anywhere you'd like. But does uh, Mother still take her usual space? I think you and me are going to go for a walk, boy. I'm going to go spend some time with your mother, and I think you should spend some time with your sister. It's been a long time. My thoughts exactly. Um, so, for the most part, you can have free reign here if you'd like to stay. Um. Oh, by the way, and he reaches in his... Uh, Jort pockets and uh, tosses some keys out onto the table. Um, Those two are wearing jorts too. Did you say jorts? <laughs> I said jorts. <laughs> it's a thing now. <laughs> it's a Everyone jilt. in Greenspire world wears jorts. Uh, yeah, he he tosses Jilted out about jorts. five keys. I've had it. all the rooms are upstairs. Just uh, make sure you don't make a mess of the place. It's on me tonight. You brought my boy back and you brought my lass back. Well, you and he stares at you, Elias. Puts his hand on your shoulder. You brought my last back. I can't thank you enough. Well, you're welcome. You're, uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, anytime. He pulls you in for a hug after you alter your voice. Just, <laughs> just kind of pats you, lets you go. Yeah, Elias kind of accepts it, but it's kind of like a distance. There's a kind of a distance you've now feel to him. He's like in his own head thinking about something. And with Timber and Lyndon walking away, you guys have this place to yourself to do whatever you would like for the next hour. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask. There's like a weird halfling or like gnome dude that brought these maps. Is he still here? <laughs> or are they still here? I don't remember anything about this person except the voice. <laughs> He's just standing in the back like, 
They're like, I brought the, I brought the map. <laughs> also, there's teleport pads connecting all the cities in Anthreal, and you didn't have to take an airship. You're not high enough level to use a teleport, so. <laughs> and the map maker is? Spells, Dang. baby. Spell scrolls. He's either very rich or used to be an adventurer in his youth until he took an arrow to the knee. You say, you know what? You're the only one that doesn't gain a level now because you said that. The arrow <laughs> to the knee. You're fucked. Without anybody knowing, he uh, actually escaped and headed where he had to go for the celebration, mm-hmm. which is most okay. likely back to... Lothoria? No, the Pline Farm, which is where his wife was with her food There's cart. There's a teleport pad in the Pline Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're all over. Nobody ever wanted to ask about them. Lies takes out a teleport all pad from his... Didn't you get one? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like an iPad. It was your <laughs> beginner's adventurer's kit. What do you mean? He's got an eye teleport card. Yeah. No, it's a watch. Oh, man. Just boop, 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 It's a teleporting combination smartwatch and um, teleport pad and sending stone. <laughs> I think at some point Atreus is going to try to slip away from everyone, so it might have been a good time when everyone was kind of distracted by Baron and Elias coming back. I think she might have slipped away during that time and kind of headed towards what seemed less like civilization, just momentarily. Um, the most unpopulated place here is the temple. Which is a oh, really? quarter it, mile There's away. no like forest or not anything like that. It is nothing but stone. Okay. It is I think nothing she but got outside stone. And it's just kind of like. But, um, okay, so as you do walk outside, you do see this massive Goliath with this stack of pallets in front, uh, in the massive center. He's bringing a whole entire stack of uh, stones. And you can see like him and his uh, five goons, just uh, not goons, but his his workers alongside of him, just kind of helping him out. And they begin to stack all these bricks around it. And this thing is at least 20 feet tall of pallets. And it's in like a 20 foot diameter circle. You can only imagine what's going to happen here. But um, at the moment, you're the only one that sees this. Um, the quietest place you would know away from any noise would be the garages where Patty usually hangs out, which is mm. the warehouse where you came up. That is the mm-hmm. quietest place that you've seen. What about the bathhouses? Would they would they be kind of empty by this point? Maybe. I was more looking for like something either wooded or just something where there would be some form of wildlife of some sort so that she could kind of at least contribute some sort of sacrifice, if it's even that just to kind of feel more at home and like she's doing okay. There should be some trees around here somewhere. Yeah. Go ahead and enroll a investigation check for me, Leah. Okay. To find this place that you seek. It's a six. The dice said no. Have a bad year. (laughs) Okay, so with that six, you're looking around this massive stone village slash town slash it could possibly even be a city at the moment because there's just so many people here but the only greenery the only things you can really find that are any vegetation are on the left and the right hand side of the temple stairs are two massive Mm. plants that just really stick up but other than that on this on this level here you, you can't really see any signs can't know all the lights have dimmed down it's really hard to to spot anything that you're really truly looking for as you're looking through everything, as you were standing here looking around, you see timber 
and Linden making their way up the temple stairs. Okay, she's going to, um, do the plants beside the temple, do they have any, like, flowers or anything like that? Oh, they look like those beautiful twisted, uh, trees that kind of grow up. There's various leaves, there are buds on some of them, there are a few flowers at the very top. Okay. They stand about four feet tall. They're very beautiful. Right. Purple in color. Um, I think Atreus is going to quickly look around and see if anyone's looking, and then try to very carefully... Uh, take one of the bed, the buds from the tree and kind of like fold it up into a cloth and put it in her little pocket right. for later. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. 21. Yeah, <laughs> that, that beats the one roll I rolled for like the 20 people that were near you as they were paying more attention to everything going on <laughs> in the center than you. Great. Yeah, you, uh, you simply grab one of the buds from like a foot up. It didn't look like it was going to be missed anyways. And uh, where did you want to go? Um, Is there like a quiet edge of the cliff that she could go to? Um, you can go back to the stairs and just, I uh, remember when you were walking around down to the little mm-hmm. spa area, there are plenty of places along that that will be quiet. Okay. She's going to go there and then she's going to take a seat and begin to kind of like crush the flower a little bit in her hand and just kind of like spread it out almost into like, just like tiny little pieces of petal in her hand and then she's going to hold it out over the cliff from her seated spot and are you doing this quietly. before the 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 moment of silence or yeah okay doing it all before yeah. just want to make sure yeah it she's not like her family never really did like the moment of silence it was always just like from sun down to sun up gotcha yeah so she crushes up the flower in her hand and uh gently says quietly to the wind this is all i am able to give at this time please bless my family and my newfound friends and allow us a productive and flourishing year and harvest and then she gently tips her hand over and lets the petals go through the wind and along with that moment the wind does begin to pick up and through the halls and even through the very center of Greenspire, the wind begins to pick up more and more in these amazing wooden, uh, these amazing sounding wooden chimes just begin to slowly chime <laughs> through uh, through the moments and eventually get louder and louder as the wind begins to pick up. Uh, Resden, what are you doing as you were sitting there with Elias and his brother? Are there any tabaxi ladies in the room? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There. <laughs> in the room, no. <laughs> I would like to go wandering with a drink through the streets of Greenspire, <laughs> looking for tabaxi ladies to talk to. I swear, if you start hitting on my sister or my mom, <laughs> should I roll a history check to see if I remember what she looks like? <laughs> no, 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 no. With disadvantage. Um, well, I would recognize her because she's uh, tabaxi. <laughs> she's tabaxi yeah. Okay. Drunk resident is frisky resident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a parent and friskies, Resden. <laughs> Resden's got a type. <laughs> it's very. You gotta, you gotta run with it, I guess, huh? Don't deny what gives you pleasure. I mean, I think it's pretty funny. That's <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great bit, a great personality trait for Resden. <laughs> you can never deny the heart's desires. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we've got. So many Resden furry ships now. We've got <laughs> Resden and um, what was her name from the tavern way back then? Oh, uh, 
Yeah, um, Shay, or there they was Shay, but I don't remember if there she was, was on Shay the- on the ship. And then there was, um, so there was like a sailor Bailey? warlock lady. There was an innkeep lady. I'm pretty sure the innkeep Patrick named after his cat. I'm not Sable. sure though. Sable. Sable. Yeah, it yeah. was Sable. And then we had like a Resden Linden shipping moment briefly <laughs> on the airship. <laughs> we connected like no other. I mean, really, I think that was the top. Like, that's probably the main ship right there. And you will not change my mind on that. (laughs) Oh, wait, what did I miss? I missed something. (laughs) Shit, Elliot Quinton's scenario from the magicians. Resden and Linden are endgame. I'm not going to change my mind on that. Wait, now you've opened up the possibility to Resden hitting on my father. (laughs) Oh, no. Timber. You thought you were safe. <laughs> I mean, is Timber a dill? I think he is. He's probably he's very charismatic. We've established so mm-hmm. he's like a bear, but he's a tabax. <laughs> okay. So, Moving on from that conversation. <laughs> so uh, I think it's an important conversation to have. <laughs> Resident, with that thought, I would like you to go ahead and roll a history check. And it will be with advantage because... I'm not actually looking for a sister. No, no, no. You're not looking for a sister. You're looking for some tabaxi. But because you got the DRB, the drunk resin brain, go ahead and roll with advantage. A history check. History? So I can remember what tabaxi looked like? No, to, to remember where you might have seen some throughout the day. Oh, okay. Uh, 23. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely have known it if I saw in. a conglomeration of tabaxi. <laughs> you actually did, and that's the thought that I came up with. When earlier on in the day, when you first got here and you were kind of skinning the whole entire area on the th- <laughs> one of the third levels up in the center of Green Spire, up from where the temple entrance was, about three levels up, two doors down, uh, you do remember seeing a few um, tabaxi hanging out up there. Uh, they were drinking, and they were just having a party. I do remember noting earlier on that there were people up there drinking and whatnot, but I never explained who they were, so good on me for that, at least that part. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if Resin wants to go ahead and make his way out there. Sure. Kind of wobble my way up. I would imagine he just loosens up just enough to actually talk without stumbling over his words and just saying, being charismatic. Because he technically has a high charisma. He's just not a very extroverted person. So mm-hmm. he's like a charismatic introvert. Upon exiting this uh, tavern, you are gung-ho for trying to go find that stairwell that's leading up to the first level. You make your way up to the first level of stairs. Your legs are feeling a little bit shaky because you have had a little bit much to drink, but the, the confidence in, in, in you, the, the liquid courage is just kind of pushing you to make your way up to the next level and then mm-hmm. the next one after that. You do see a bunch of people out here on the uh, on the ledges just partying and hanging out, and you zero in on a pile of three tabaxi just a pile? A pile. <laughs> That's a weird image. I, 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 call it a, I call it a pile because you know how sometimes when people are just out there hanging out, their arms Is are just like over each other? like a big wicker basket that they're all curled in together? <laughs> no. <laughs> Playing with some yarn. <laughs> that happens There's in the room. There's a stray ray of just kind of like... Uh, but yeah, you do see three of them hanging out on a ledge. You see one a completely white tabaxi one of them is a almost like a bengal tiger and the other one is a gray 
one. Okay. Like a Russian blue. <laughs> Good bone structure, cheeks. <laughs> yes. Those are legitimately beautiful mm-hmm. cats. My uh, my mm-hmm. mother-in-law has one. They are all clothed. It's not just fur. They're not just furring it. <laughs> <laughs> furring it? Furring it. Um, <laughs> no, I would just say just for the sake of story, uh, I would end up kind of just... Because it's a group, I would still not have enough uh, machismo to go up there and, like, introduce myself to strangers, but I oh, would... Oh, well, you think you don't, but I want you to roll a charisma <laughs> a charisma check <laughs> with advantage because of the alcohol. Uh, liquid courage. Liquid courage. So, if that's the case, then I rolled a 22. <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> you make it up quite easily. You kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> so I just, I, I just intend to stand there, and then I just all of a sudden just kind of start talking. <laughs> hi, hi, my name's Resden. How are you? Um, do you know Lyndon? Lyndon Longfeather. He's his mom's the cleric here. Uh, good friends with him. Uh, you know him. They all kind of like open their jaw, look at each other, like. <laughs> um, hi. Hello. Uh, I do. We do know Lyndon. Um, are you okay? You look a little jaundiced. I'm fine. I've just had a few <laughs> drinks. I'm just feeling good. I see you guys are laughing and having a good time. I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm very uh, tired, but energetic and uh, been on a long journey and I, I've seen a lot. Uh, would you like to hear a story? I could show you some magic. Um, what's your names? You just like just <laughs> continuous without thinking of us. Incredible. <laughs> He's just not even taking breaths between sentences. There's no punctuation. That's like the best pickup line. Hey, I I know the pastor's son. So do you want to see some magic? Do you want to see some magic? I can make you disappear. What's your names? (laughs) Incredible. Hold on, I'm working here. That was uh, perfect. (laughs) Well, I'm Sin, and that's Veda over there. She's the one with the white fur and the pink dress, and this one here is Belle. What was the white one? Veda. V-E-T-A. And Sin? Synth. Synth. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I, I would just introduce myself and kind of, like, hold my hand out, like, very, you know, more just kind of, like, with the uh, palm up so they could hand me their hand, you know, uh, back of the hand up, and I'd kind of tried to do the thing I seen my mom do when she was meeting uh, customers back in the uh, old uh, caravan days as a courtesan and kind of kiss their hands and just kind of <laughs> just go by go by feel and wherever they wanted the conversation took us just he just go with the drink <laughs> with that charisma check they all just begin to giggle and just go along with what you're doing and uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll me another charisma check please with advantage <laughs> as well Natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) For a 27, 27 total. Oh, my God. This is what we need the natural 20. This is why he hasn't gotten super drunk yet. (laughs) Turns into a horn dog. With that happening. (laughs) We're going to go back. And that is indeed a happening. We're going to go back to Elias. <laughs> oh, no. Elias, um, as you were left here with you and your brother Farron, you, it has been some time after your friends have left and you've had a little bit of time to chat. And 
you both uh, here and everybody here in this whole entire mountain area. There's five minutes until the event begins. This is bellowed out from the archway, almost as if it was uh, thaumaturgy was used to amplify this. <laughs> and it was Sayar. How, how, so I, I would know, Elias would know about how the th- every, everything is lit, right? As of an hour ago, everything has been toned down. All of the paper lanterns have been dimmed oh, down. Oh, sorry, in the sense of the, the conflagration set to take place in the center of the spire, how is oh, it yeah. lit? Massive bonfire. <laughs> well, but how, does, is there like, it's like an Olympic torch sort of like, is there a designated person who lights it or is it just like... Uh, every year it's kind of been a little different here and there. But th- there is usually one specific person set to do it. Cool. Um, so before like, we got to five minutes actually, I had a bit of a thing I was kind of, I wanted to chat with Farron a little bit, like you said. Yeah. But when there's enough time, is there enough time? It could still be within the five minutes, but is there enough time to get from here to wherever Sayar is? She's, uh, you can run really fast, yes. Okay, all right. So I guess one of the the conversations I was having with Farron while we were, you know, before this, uh, was just kind of talking about, like, he said something like, um, probably asked about the voice and stuff like that. And it's just, oh, you know, um, it's just like, I, you know, Elias has never helped anyone. Elias oh, I... just, you know, has failed to protect his mom, his his, his, his brother. I mean, it's were... worked out with your hands, but <sighs> I'd still, and, you know, failed to save what was left of his dad. Although I know that's not really on me. You can't, you can't save everyone, as I've, I've learned out in the world. But, you know, but Dragon Force, he's just, he's a hero. You know, he's, he's, can, you know, carry a, a person across the land and just, in, you know, such a short amount of time, and it, he could he could fly, he could do all these things, and it's just, it, you know, it, it's just not. He's just more than ever I could ever be. Well, what's his name? Dragon Force. Yeah. What's his name? It's, it's the protector of Greenspire. I mean, what? like I know, I know, I'm. Yes, you are. I am Dragon Force. And I am Elias, but it's just. It started off as this idea of me, like, you know, in case anyone found out who I was, then they couldn't come after you because I'd well, be... It's not like but, you're wearing glasses and you have a curl of hair in front of your face. Well, I do have the half helm on, you know? It comes down past my eyes and nose a little bit, like yeah, there, but... It kind of helps, but... Yeah, I know. It's... I, I tell you what, your, your secret is safe with me, but sometimes... No, I mean, sometimes we just need an idea. Sometimes we need a thought to, to do what we need to do to make ourselves better than we are. Sometimes the hand we're dealt just isn't enough, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's well said. I uh, I just don't know if it's still, if I'm still hanging on to this idea as like this secret identity or if it's just to, because I don't think that I could actually do it. I think you can. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see. It's something to, um, to think about. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, it kind of gives me an idea Uh do you think we, I'm gonna run off to see Sire real quick. Um, make sure you get a good spot to see the uh, where the bonfire is taking going on. You can you can see that thing anywhere. <laughs> it's like twenty well, feet uh, tall. I'm you should gonna... see when it starts to be lit. Oh no! Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be right there. I'll be right next cool. to it. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna run, and so he'll sprint to Sire as fast as he can. And as you make your way up those temple stairs, you in front of you uh, about two hundred feet down the hallway, you see. The perched on her little pedestal where she normally sits and prays, the family. 
you see Syar, you see Triss, you see Linden and Timber all sitting there together. Yeah. Um. Uh, hi, uh, family of Linden. Use your um, regular voice, boy. Uh, hi. Um, Sarah, could I? Do you have anyone um to uh, light the uh, fire this year? I mean, I'm sure you do. It's, it's it's five minutes to to go to the ceremony. Of course you do. But um, I was wondering if I could do it. Well, just. Go ahead over to the to the garage and just tell Patty that he's out this year. You've done me one of the most solids anyone could ever do. No. Just go yeah. knock on the door. He'll be in there. Okay. Just let him know. Okay. Uh, thank you. And is there a place um, from which I should start the fire? Behind the stones okay. and just set it ablaze. That's what I thought. Okay. I know you'll do good. Thank. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you. And, and Elias just kind of takes off as quickly as he can. As you take off, everybody there. Thank you, Elias. Thank you. Thank you a lot. Yeah, he's just he's just kind of going real, real quick. He almost doesn't want to hear it in a way. I don't run over to Patty and ask the question. I'm not, you don't have to, you know, roleplay all of it. Nope, won't do that. I guess, but. You make your way over to... Does Atreus see him run into the... Oh, Where no, because... Right there? No, you had taken your time to go oh. grab that and you found your way down to a little area. Remember to go crumble it oh, up. I thought that was right beside where we came nope, in. Nope, nope. You right? were trying to find a peaceful place and that was not there. That was with everybody if you wanted to stay there, but negative. Um, and not not moments after you run up to the uh, pallets after talking to Patty, Sayar makes her way to the edge of the temple. Tonight, we celebrate the rebirth of Anthreal for the 1500th time. So many lost in the destruction, but in the once desolate land of Anthreal, we have gained so much back. We will never forget those who have passed on, so we could live in a better world. The whole place is completely silent. The only thing you hear is wind passing through the hallways, the center, and the wind chime is just going. So, at this time, please close your eyes. Close your mouths and open your hearts and let us give thanks to the change that the event has brought us over the past 1500 years. And with that, the moment or the minute of silence begins. When, uh, I guess during the moment of silence after I've asked, Elias has asked the question. Um, so, uh, he's asked the question and he's kind of gotten into a position. Just standing there crouched ten feet in front of the stack. And with the sound of the wind blowing through the structure of Greenspire, you hear over the next minute not only the wind, but a sets of wind chimes throughout all of Greenspire as the crowd has silenced itself. For each of you, with the exception of Matt, because we, or with the exception of Resden, because we all have an idea what's going on through his mind right now. <laughs> Linden, reunited with your family in this moment of silence, 
What's going on in your head? Lyndon is just basking in having his family back together. He's got, they have an incense stick lit. Lyndon has one arm over Triss and they've had some time to catch up, some time to talk. And they're sitting watching the, just listening to the chimes, listening to the silence and enjoying being a family again. Atreus, as you sit on an archway with a small fence in front of it, moments after you've crushed the uh, the bud and let it go, what is going through your mind? I think in this moment she feels very lonely and disconnected from her past and her family. And I think she's also feeling a lot of guilt. And I think maybe she kind of uh, whispers to herself just to the wind and just kind of whispers, I'm sorry. Turns around and walks back towards where everyone seems to be gathering. Elias, standing here in front of this stack of pallets with stone wrapped around it. He's wondering whether or not he's enough and debating that. And then another thought is, does that conflict as to who he is and whether or not he needs this persona to do what he needs to do, it's getting in the way of actually doing the protecting. Um, And that kind of quick thought happens and he kind of nods. He takes off his helm and kind of holds it under one arm. And with about 20 seconds to go, I'm going to use Radiant Soul to um, uh, bamp out my ASMR, like, wings. Um, (laughs) Nice. I'm going to fly up 20 feet. And I have something to do once zero happens, so. As you fly above and your angelic wings just bamf out, you fly up. And in the middle of this, you hover. And in front of you and all around you in a massive circle on all of the spires here in Greenspire. Fireworks all begin to emanate from each one of the peaks as you hear loud thumps and then this signaling you. And as that happens, I'm going to use Breath of the Dragon to inhale and do a 20-foot cone of fire breath and immolate the pallets with this just, you know, dragon-like display. But with my my actual face out, not covered by the helmet. Yep. While doing this, uh, roll me an intelligence check, please. I'm kind of doing this based off of what I uh, saw, like what I imagined what, was, what it looked like, that there was no one around it. <laughs> yep. So, 15? Uh, 15. As you were doing this in spinning fire down upon these pallets. Oh, fuck. Fire rises. Well, I was kind of off to the side and then like back. You said, you said you were hitting the top. Well, I wasn't standing on top of the pallets. No, but you said you went 20 feet up and you were going at it. Yeah, I was, well, I was next to the pallets. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? I was here and then I go up this way. So I'm agreeing, like, it'll probably blow me back a little That's bit as it ignites. for, for someone sure. to play a character. <laughs> you, uh, you ignite the pallets halfway up and... And I'll use my movement to move back then. How about that? As it, as it oh. ignites. Oh, it's not even an explosion thing. It's just, you know, fire from the bottom. It yeah, it'll, it'll probably actually... Actually, that's a great point. It would probably catch on my wings. <laughs> and not catch not catch my wings on fire, <laughs> I know, I know. but like the updraft would uh, push me back in a loft and even higher. And I'd probably just then use that to then drift back down towards... Um, oh, shit. Well, I don't know where any of my friends are. Uh... <laughs> 
I probably, I, I, only, I have a five, so all I see is Resden. No, you don't see Resden. <laughs> oh shit! Nice. Just a bunch of cat fur. No, you don't see anything. Right? Yeah, I see, I see nothing but smoke, and I just see the crowd. So I just, I'll probably just try to drift towards a building. Along with all of this fire igniting, um, you do begin to hear music from all over. Just begin to emulate from everybody that pulls instruments out from their areas, and just it is now a massive party, and. Lyndon, you and the rest of your family have walked out, and you know that these parties usually do not end for hours and hours. So Lyndon takes out his has taken out his harp and is playing along, and the very first thing he does is drag Triss out into one of the group dances that's going on with some of the local folk. And she follows right along with you, um, almost as if she knows... Uh, exactly what you are playing and just kind of begins to dance and sing along with you. And you all just seem to have the best of times. What does Atreus do when she finally walks out and sees all of this happening? I'm assuming she probably saw Elias flying up in Ella's wings and everything. I think she's going to seek him out because she knows that Lyndon is spending time with his family and has no clue where Resden has gone. Yeah, that absolutely is quite easy to happen. Um, you are um, together yeah. in the middle of a party. I'm just, you kind of see me on like a building, like a roof of a building and just kind of epically standing there, you know, like this, I feel like this is almost anime style. Just standing there with the uh, half helm under my, you know, arm. And then you kind of probably as you approach, you see like the time on the wings just kind of end and it just kind of dissipates and the magic kind of like flecks off into the night amidst the backdrop of the fire. Atreus is going to say in Celestial to you and say, is this Elias or Dragon Force? Yeah, and it's Celestial to answer back. Not quite sure anymore, but I don't think it really matters much. I don't think it ever really mattered. Yeah, it's a matter of uh, knowing that and believing it, I guess. I kind of understand the former, but now it's uh, working on the latter. It might take some time. I think it's worth it. And then she's going to hold out her hand and say, do you want to dance? Yeah, um, and he takes a big inhale. He says, smells like joy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are going to fast forward through the night. Did we level up? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> meow, chicka, meow, meow. <laughs> Yet somehow I'm still exhausted. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is episode 69. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what have we done? Oh, no. <laughs> this was yeah. destined to happen. Oh, my God. So as uh, morning has uh, come to be, there are still a couple people, very few stragglers out there, just trying to hang on to the last moment of the party. I would like you all to roll a d20 for initiative. You're not fighting. Mm -hmm. You're not fighting. It's just mm -hmm. who's going to wake up first, second, third, and fourth. <laughs> I got a four. Ten total. Fucking five. Thirteen. For a natural, yeah, five. I rolled a natural two. Okay. I got a two, too. So, Atreus, we're going lower to higher because, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Atreus, you wake up first um, after a fun night of just kind of letting it all out, dancing, and 
just heading to bed a little bit earlier than everybody else. It's about 7, 7.30 when you come to be. And you see some of the stragglers still hanging out, drinking, partying. You know they are going to have a long day ahead of them. Not too far behind you in the room right next to you. Elias kind of wakes up. Here you two are. Ugh, the early risers. <laughs> Shockingly. Right. Uh, anything, uh, any conversation is going to happen? Uh, or? Elias is uh, going to say, I'm going to, I usually do some like exercises uh, really early in the morning. Uh, you can join me if you want. I'm going to go for a run and do some uh, like push-ups and stuff. Sure. Might as well. I haven't really had any sort of training time since I met these two fools, so... Could have fooled me. You hit like a, tr- uh, whatever a truck would be. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you hit, you hit, you hit like that. I bet you could uh, take that Goliath who saw dragging those pallets. Oh, I don't think so. He's twice my height. Yeah, the bigger they are, right? How how rested do I feel? You both feel very rested, and you also both feel like you have leveled up. <laughs> Yay! Onto Resident. A little bit groggy. Feeling like you're in the most comfortable bed in the world. You come to, and you are not in one of the rooms that you were given. In fact, you are here just in a robe. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Uh, 19. 19. You are, you feel like you were surrounded by a massive furry blanket with the massive purrs of something. Oh, oh, it's coming back to you. You look around. You're in someone else's room in a massive, like, over-the-top king, like, king-size bed uh, surrounded by a uh, few tabaxi. Uh, kind of, like, hold my eyes with my hands, kind of pressing in with the inevitable hangover headache k- kicking in. Yeah, and I would oh, Go ahead and roll Conte to... for me. Let's see how bad that hangover is. Uh, natural one. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's pounding. <laughs> Your headache is pounding. You feel very nauseous, and as you as you begin to sit up, it, uh, uh, I just kind of quickly try to grab my robe, my staff. Your, anything your robe I is on sm- you, but as you look, my a, robe is. Yeah, okay. your robe is on, but as you look across the room, your staff is right next to the front door, with the rest of your clothes just hanging on it. From that perception, I. Uh, because I'm about to hurl, I try to jet out the door to find the, the nearest uh, outhouse. Go ahead and roll a dex as a paw is trying to pull you back in. Oh, jeez. You don't want this right now. <laughs> uh, that's 18. Yeah, you, you make your way out. You make your way out easily. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. I kind of do the, the, the stumble of shame out to the nearest like uh, bedpan or outhouse. <laughs> you stumble, you grab, you shut the door, and there is just stone. <laughs> just like as soon as I get outside, we're just getting back from our jog. Like, uh, you see this dude like two doors down, just kind of standing there in like some shorts. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, good night, right? <laughs> And I heard some sounds. Oh, man. I'll go back in later. Into his room that he was in. He's looking Are at all you. the NPCs in Greenspire just slightly different versions of you? <laughs> 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 
all <laughs> it's all my voices, so I guess so, right? Oh, it's like an Eddie Murphy sure. movie. Yeah. It's like an yeah, it's like Eddie Murphy movie. He was wearing boxers. Oh, boxers. Okay. <laughs> and it wouldn't say boxers because like, boxers. I was just imagining <laughs> shorts, and it's like, oh god. It's just... Yeah, it's now, like, it's like have an Eddie we now Murphy learned movie. then that Pat does not wear boxers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sit back down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Resin, you are feeling pretty wrecked at the moment. Incredible. Lyndon! <laughs> Lyndon, whereabouts did you wake up today as you are very, very well rested and you feel like your heart is full? Lyndon is waking up in basically his old room above Timbers and, you know, maybe mixed feelings about being in his parents' house, as as one does. But uh, he feels rested. He feels, uh, you know, happy to be at home and he's going to make his way out on the roof to do his morning meditation. Yeah, you fly up and... Where do you, where, which, which peak? Because uh, Timbers is on the west side. Do you just go right above the west or do you go south, north, east, west? Uh, he's got a spot that's for no particular reason in uh, the opposite direction from the temple. Okay. So west. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as you go and sit up there and you begin to do what you do, you begin to feel the rumble from underneath you. Something that you don't normally feel this high up. You know, with that passive perception you have. It's a 15. Everybody with the 10 or above, you all begin to feel a... Almost close to what started the fireworks last night, but it's lasting a lot longer. Can I roll a survival check to see if it feels like any of the earthquakes that Atreus has experienced in the past? Absolutely. And can I can I help her with that since I've spent so much time in the wild, basically just lending my expertise? Sure. So she can either get advantage or you could both roll single. Survival or nature, sorry. You said survival. Okay. I said survival, yeah. Yeah, I, said, I have a plus five, so I'll, I'll roll. Okay, let's one. just both roll, yeah. Let's fucking die today, man. <laughs> 21. 21. And what'd you get, Tyler? Uh, 12. Yeah, with that quake nice below your feet, you do feel uh, something that is moving and it's something that just... Stops, unfamiliar to the earthquakes you have felt in the past, but yet similar. But it rumbled and then stopped. Atreus, do you you felt that right? Of course. What? Oh, was that like an earthquake or? No, that's this was something different. Different how? The earth fades. This just stopped. This? So, do you think? I don't know what this is. You know, Elias just starts kind of. And crick his neck a little bit and be like, well, I might. I think we're about to get a more of a workout than we bargained for. The same bell that you heard from the elevator ride up just begins to frantically jingle, waking up almost everybody that's passed out in the center and whatnot. Um, all of you, even resident is really fucked up state, which you also did level up to, even though you're in a fucked up state and you did some fucked up shit. Uh... <laughs> No, no shaming. He no shaming. Fun. I didn't say it was shaming. But yeah. Coming out this Christmas season with <laughs> memoirs. <laughs> um, but yeah, you all hear cats it, out it, of the bag. Even you. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, even you, Lyndon, you, you hear this uh, frantic jingling, jingling, jingling. 
someone coming up the elevator. Is it? Does it usually feel like this? No, um, not to my. It's been a while, but not to my uh, my knowledge. Oh shit. Atreus begins running the opposite way and pulls her hood up and just tries to blend into the crowd and disappear as fast as possible. No explanation, just gone. Okay. The last one kind of look at that and then kind of like look back towards the elevator. I was probably running. I kept I kept holding onto my helm this entire time. Um, but I also work out usually in my full sort of regalia. And so like I kind of put the helm back over my head and then I just run towards the elevator. Okay, you make your way towards the elevator. As you actually make your way to the um, the the warehouse where the elevator is, as you go make your way to go raise up the elevator, Patty just comes out. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! 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 Something just sank in the hole below. There was they they said there was something that came up. There was like a massive fucking worm, and then it just dropped down, and they saw things down there. They were coming out. There was like like little like people like mud people who were coming out from the ground. Okay. Um. I'm gonna need you to slow down here. Worm, uh, there people, were, there was, mud, there was a worm. bog, down. So are they coming up here? Where's Sayar? I have to go find her. They're not coming up here. Yes. They're down there. They just took two of our guys on the ground down below with them. But they cannot attack the town, correct? The ones that came up are gone, but the worm's gone too. But th- there was things that came up and went down. Okay, I'm gonna go check this out. You go get Sayar immediately, and then also find uh, her son, Linden, okay? And then if you see some kind of a, a jaundiced, wizardy type of dude, maybe kind of look like a snake even more at this point, I don't know, if you see him, he's, get him. Wait, and, that uh, guy? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> I rolled a fucking nat 20 on that shit. I'm pointing I'm like across. I'm at the edge of a fountain, just kind of like splashing oh, water in my... Yes, I'll go get him, you get Sayar, and then have Linden come find me, and then we'll... Uh, hopefully find our other friend at that point. But we'll- uh, Lin- Linden, you can see that there is a little bit of commotion down here as you are up above trying to do your uh, beginning of the day tasks. Okay, he's flying down to where the commotion is to Patty and uh, Elias and uh, Atreus is down. Oh, a- Atreus booked it yep. off somewhere. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't know where she is right now. So everybody around, everybody around where I am, I'm casting aid. Um... So get 10 temporary hit points. I got a 20 stealth, by the way. Nice. What happens? So Atreus and I were running. We heard a rumbling of some kind, and then she had some sort of realization and threw her hood up and just booked it. I have no idea what's going on. Maybe she went to try to find Resden. I I don't know, uh, but I I found Resden, or more accurately, Patty found Resden. He's over there, but right. Words of Patty, worm came up, mud people took people. Uh, They're not coming up here to attack the town, but they're down there, so we should check it out. Where's Gimlet? Oh, that little dude <laughs> thing that was with you. Yeah, I don't know. He is not my friend. Uh, I mean, he can be. Like, I just don't know him very Lyndon, well. roll a history check. I got caught up in the celebration. I Nat 20. Last nice. time you saw him, he was at your dad's place. That, that little special room back there. Uh, so Lyndon f- will fly as fast as he can back over to Timbers, looking for both Gimlet and Triss. Door is shut. The... You, you you actually knew where Triss was last night. Timber's uh, Tavern is shut down like it normally is. Wooden plank down, locked. Four, uh, eight seats there, door locked. Oh, I brought the keys with me when I le- we left the tavern because he left the keys in the tavern for us. So, the lock up for the night. So, probably would have had those. So I throw them to Lyndon. Oh, wait, oh, wait, here's your dad's keys before he takes off. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> he can easily unlock um, that himself anyways. <laughs> Thank you. You well, make your way into the tavern. You you kind of like dodge through. Go ahead, roll a, a, a investigation, perception, whatever you like. That is a 
Nine plus, I think for perception I have five, so 14. You just hear the snoring coming from the left side of you on that leather couch, that long U-turned couch next to the fire pit, and he is just knocked out. Gimlet, Gimlet. No, 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 no. Get away, Elder, get away, get away. No. What? There's, There's something going on. At the base of the mountain, on? one of those worm creatures again. Oh god, they're not coming for me, are they? I really, I, Can I, you I, sense I, anything? I, no, I, I... Is there anything nearby? I, I can't sense it. I have to... I, I think I have to touch it, or it has to touch me, or some weird kind of thing like that. Uh, god, no, 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 no. I hope they didn't come here for me. I, I, I don't, I don't want to... This is your home. I don't want your home to get messed up. My home already got messed up. I don't want to be... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Gimlet stands up, and he's about a foot taller. Oh, what? Uh, growth spurt? What are you talking about? You're, you're much taller than you were yesterday. Uh, he looks down, looks up at you, looks up. Ow, hardly set. Um, so that happened again. Again? Um, yeah. Last, well, last time out, I was about waist height to Resden, and then learned how to use his magic, and oh shit, what I learned how to use now. Uh-oh. I'm sure we'll find out, but we need to deal with whatever this is. Okay. Is there anything... And we need to keep you safe as a priority as well. Can these things burrow through solid stone? No, no, only dirt. Then I, I suppose we're safe up here, but we should gather with the others and come up with some sort of plan. Plan. He just kind of throws his cloak on. Let's go. What are we going to do? What's the plan? So we return to the others. By this time, Elias is like gone over to Resden and is like just giving him a back massage. Just like trying to like, you know, ease up his temple, you know, just really try to. It's OK, man. It's OK. It's going to be all right. Just let it out. Yeah, you'd see uh, specifically look at his face. He's got uh, coming down from the temples, actually down almost to his eyebrows. It's like a kind of triangle of like snake scales now that weren't there before and a little bit like under his chin going down into his under his shirt and his robes with some dry scaly skin still still gross um but uh yeah it's uh so basically i know you're probably dealing with a lot right now uh but there were some do you know anything about like a worm and like mud people and burrowing and things uh no uh i know worm worm to mud people are you talking about that shaking, or is that just me? No, that's that was that was a thing. Um, could be these things that are after Gimlet. I don't know where is it coming from. Uh, b- below us, down by the mountain, it came came apparently up right by the elevator. Uh, well, get Linden. We need to head down there, save people. You, <laughs> okay, you, <laughs> you kind of stay here. Um, do you know? More. Do you have any idea why Atreus would just run from this? Uh, sorry here um i think she probably is a little bit gun shy or gun shy what's the term i should use uh, a little bit shy. uh yes crossbow shy or uh uh about sudden events i, I don't know I, I i guess you have to ask her why where'd she go uh she just um turned around uh put her head hurt up and i lost her well let me no, you I you didn't. wait here for Lyndon, um, who, who went to, right off to I think check on people, and then uh, uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna see if I can head down there just to. I'll stay above, but won't engage. But I'll only see what's what we're dealing with. Especially if people need protecting, I should be there. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for Atreus. Here's my wait, water skin. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on. 
at, at this point, you see Lyndon and Gimlet just kind of pulling up. What's the plan? Oh. Brother, you look like shit. Thanks. Brother, you look just... taller. Yeah. I think, I think it happened again. You know, the okay. growth burp. I'm going to ask. Um, I didn't, you know, it's, it's a bit rude and I'm sorry. Like, but what are you? We'll get to that another point, uh, another time. Um, Rathbun? What? And he is going to take one of his uh, antenna hands and slap you and cast lesser restoration on you. Does that cure my hangover? That's going to cure your hangover. I immediately stand up straight. Yes! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> Incredible. Wait, what was that? <clears throat> what was that? Um, I, I think, uh, once again, I was influenced, not by any of you this time, but uh, I think it was Linda's mom. You did what with his mom? Uh, influenced. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Influenced. <sighs> we need to go save some people. Uh, I think they're back, Lyndon. Yes. Rip. Seems seems that way. Is it only this? Where I'm cre- where's Patty? I told uh, Patty to run off and get uh, you know your mom, but I mean I don't. I'm not sure Patty. That's left a good that idea. That was about five minutes ago. You actually do see. Um, Sayar coming out with Patty slowly walking behind. <laughs> Dear, um, apparently there are some of our people missing. Who is missing? I don't know who was down there at the time. There was a lot of, um, yeah, the party happened last night all over the place. I'm not sure who was down there. Where's your other friend? Um, she's dealing with some stuff right now. Um, I, I guess, I don't know. Atreus, are you watching from afar or you have you ducked? I think at this point, Atreus, uh, to kind of hide, she slipped into an alleyway, and then she dug through her bag. She made sure to stay within 1,000 feet of the landing pad. She digs through her bag and pulls out a forked twig that she took from home. She's breathing very heavily, so she takes a moment to kind of center herself, holds it to her chest, and casts Locate Object on Kara's armor. Okay, it is nowhere to be found. Okay. 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 And she puts it back in her bag, kind of readjusts her cowl to be off of her face, takes a moment to calm herself down, and then heads back towards the last place that she saw Elias a little bit embarrassed. But I feel like at this time, she probably would have made her way back. Oh, she's right there. Oh. Uh, there she is. She's right there. Hi again. Uh, hi. Were, were you looking for me? I'm sorry. You can notice that Gimlet is a pretty good chunk taller now. What happened to you? It's a growth spurt. It happened before, apparently. Sorry. <sighs> it happens every time. Does someone want to fill her in? Yeah. No, I will fill her in. That <laughs> happens. So what's the plan? Is this on us? Do we have to do this? I think we have to do this because it probably has to do with I me. I do, at least. Um, I can't ask. I mean, I'm sure Lyndon feels a sense of uh, protecting about his home as I do. The same sort of uh, need to keep this place safe. Um but I won't ask any of the rest of you to risk yourselves if you don't feel like you um, are up for it. Um, or if it's I'm some... always down for some hunting. What are you talking about? Good. Because I feel like this is gonna this is gonna suck. <laughs> Patty's got the fucking <laughs> door wide open. Are you coming? Like I, I'm staying up here. Like I don't want to go down there. I heard about the things down there. I was told that there was some mud men in a hole, and they took two of our guys. They might have dragged them in the hole. Uh, also, the well, we've taken down one of these worms before. The bog is now drained, so it's going to be slimy down there. Lyndon, I wish I could uh, yes? give you some inspiration, but that's your thing. Good luck to you and your friends. We'll do our best. Um, do I just kind of push you out of the door now, or I don't know how these things send work. Send us down. Yeah, send you, send you down. Send us down, Patty. This feels weird. Just, just, just go. 
And he kind of like shuts the door as everybody. How's my arm? Man. And you are now back on that top elevator looking off into the distance. Um, while you were before the elevator even drops down, I would like everybody here to give me a perception check, even if you thought you were still drunk, but you're not. Perception. Perception. 20. 14. 10. 22, natural 20. Okay. Anybody that was over an 18, just looking down, you do see that the bog that was down there as this elevator begins to go down, you do see a massive hole. But you also look across all parts of the land and you see other various pieces of the land sunk in. What used to be a beautiful land now has about 10 various holes that have been sunken in as if something came from below and pulled it down. Well, that's not good. Are there any mud men left above ground? You wouldn't know. Even with a 20 perception check? No, it's good. You wouldn't be able to see them for this high up. But with this elevator ride going down in that last question, we're going to leave it right there because this has run a lot longer than I expected (laughs) because things and story and my apologies to everybody. The celebration. Yeah, sometimes you gotta go a bit longer. Resident did. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. That was the alley. That was the oop. <laughs> he has no memory. <laughs> I have no what? memory of this place. <laughs> oh, man. Furry? No. I would like to thank you all for joining us here on this episode of Misfits Guide to Adventuring. A uh, fairly long one. Sorry. Eh. You had to, you got stuck with us for an hour and a half plus. My apologies but it recorded a lot longer. But let's get this over with. You can find me on the Twitters at Professor PFM. Where can they find you, Otto? You can also find me on Twitter at Human Wreckage, except the A, no, except the C is an A because I'm dumb and I still haven't learned. So, Reekage. Human Reekage. What about you, Tyler? <laughs> uh, you can find me at tylerscocroft.com. Launching this week? I don't know. What, what day is it? Oh, month? dude, it, it already launched. Week. It launched already. Oh, yeah. Then it's been it's been launched. It's great. It's that sailing into the sky. And also at Twitter uh, and also social media at T-S-C-O-C-R-O. T-S-C-O-W-C-R-O. And what yeah. about you, Matt? On Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. Doing stuff. And what about you, Nate? They can find <laughs> me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones or in our test kitchen cooking up all sorts of fun things. Yeah! Oh, that was uncalled for. <laughs> I mean, it was delicious. I'm eating all the delicious noodles in the, from the test kitchen. No? I could have made a worse sound. Like, this is my favorite one today. <laughs> Good night, everybody. It's been nice knowing you. Oh, Matt's got to do his fun voice outro. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more Misfits in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore Guide. Please also give us a follow on our main group page at Cast O Many Things, where you can stay up to date on all our other podcasting adventures. For example, Princess World, Call of Cthulhu, Dresden Files, and even more adventures in Anthreal. As always, all our episodes can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes, Podbean, or any app of your choice. And if you enjoy our content, please, we'd love to see you leave a nice rating and review. Lastly, you can reach us through email, castofmanythings at gmail.com, or even Facebook. Point is, we want to hear from you, our amazing fans. We'll see you all next time on Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Meow! Oh, God, no, Matt! Uh. Uh, Did we level up? up? Yeah, you leveled up. I already said you leveled up. You leveled up once, not twice. (laughs) 